0: Of course, it's just too big enough, so it creates two lines, which is infuriating. In fact, we even put it in Comic Sans. Hold on. Dear God. That's heresy right there. It is heresy. Turn it back. Turn it back.
1: The last uh, last time we played, we had uh, we had pulled into the Fear System and uh, on the approach ran into a few different ships. There was the Omnissayas Ward and the Skintilla's Bounty, which were two little merchant ships, and a gigantic battle cruiser painted gleaming silver, or for all you know, coated in literal silver. The Rogue Trader ship Argentavis captained by Gideon Argentos. So yeah, you did that, and um, you talked to the Argentavius and got in contact with Assistant Helmsman Thanison, a uh, nervous person who is not at all really qualified to be captaining this ship, and he said that all the superior officers and the rogue trader had gone down to planet for hunting. On the approach to the actual station, you got contacted by um, Chief Engine Seer Gemina, who is the sort of person in charge of running the research station. And uh, Ketho, for the cover story you went with, you said that you were f- with the Inquisition, but we're here to, like, check for orc spores on the planet. She got a little bit ornery about that and said, like, I scanned my planet already. There's no orc spores here. And you're like, well, we're coming anyway. Inquisition! Yeah. The planet is just a giant orc spore going to hatch into the biggest orc the world has ever seen.
2: The world? You mean the
3: universe? The universe. Yes, that is what I mean.
1: You had a, a conversation with Rexler Salt before you left the um, Spear of Discord to dock with the Fair Orbital Station. It was just um, discussing... Strategy essentially, and uh, he um, had a, a good amount of helpful information for you guys. Like said, probably expect the poachers slash faceless traders to be on, armed with like um, non-lethal weaponry uh, in addition to their normal more lethal stuff that you would expect criminals to have. After after talking to Rexler Salt, then you went got in your gun cutter and flapped right over to the orbital station and were admitted into a hangar where you met tech adept Garrus, who was a very a much more junior tech priest than the chief engine seer you talked with over comms very sparsely augmented and considerably friendlier and he was going to take you right to uh the chief engine seer to speak and uh, along the way we did some shopping
3: mostly unsuccessful
1: the uh personnel on the um the uh the orbital station will be getting that stuff for you while you're uh talking to the chief engines here. Does anybody have any like questions in particular before we start? Uh, to whom? To um me, the GM, uh. or to uh the tech adept Garrus, as you're walking along.
3: The only things I was thinking about is what kind of assets this place might have. You know, either sensoriums or um, travel records, anything along those lines.
1: Uh, the tech adept sort of says to you, "Oh, um, if you're looking for a sensorium array, we have a quite an advanced one on this station. It helps us monitor most of the planet at once. Usually, use it for research purposes, but it's, um, you know, if if you're looking for orc spores or whatnot, um, the I, I was in the room while you were, guys were talking to the engine seer. She does not seem to uh, like you guys so far. You uh may be making a pretty um." pretty harsh entrance into here she's been on edge for months now and uh i don't think you guys have improved her mood at all on edge about what on edge um i don't know personally you'd have to ask her about it
3: you know i was almost thinking about confiding in her but who knows what her connections to the traitor is If she's like nervous about you know us being around because of it but that sensorium will probably be perfect. We can locate the party on the surface, more likely.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, um, yeah, he he leads you into the um sort of command room, which is also where coincidentally where you'd want to go if you wanted to use the sensorium. The whole area is like a a buzz of activity. There's a maybe like half a dozen minor um tech priest functionaries uh, manning various computators and doing calculation work. Another area has like a big essentially a whiteboard where um the two other tech priest adepts are drawing and like sort of in debate with each other. And in the center on a raised dais surrounded by computer monitors is the um chief engine seer, Gemina, who you spoke with earlier. Uh, she is quite well augmented with uh several mechanical arms and one of her eyes replaced by an augmetic. As you enter, she stomps around. You see she's got, um, like, four legs in sort of like a crab position. Like, four stompy legs. And so she, she stomps around and looks, glowers down at you guys. And says, oh, the high and mighty representatives from the Inquisition have arrived to my station. How may I assist you?
3: Wondering how brash we should be here. Could just be like, we need full and total access to everything.
1: Okay, so how how do you How do you respond to uh, the cordial welcome of the chief engines here?
3: Cordial. Well, it's like, I know what I want to try and get done, uh, but do you guys have any um, ideas what uh, we might be able to do up here to further the investigation? Uh,
2: Not really offhand. I mean, besides locating where the party is on the surface, I didn't really think we had anything else to do here.
3: Well, there's... I mean, Ned's not here, so we'll, we'll probably end up doing it next session, maybe. But the, there's still the the question of the battle cruiser. Yeah, I think we'll just start with uh, we need um, access to your sensorium in the in the central data bank. I guess whatever they have, the equivalent. All right, and so why why is that? Do you feel
1: I haven't been doing as good a job as I should be? You think I can't watch over my own
3: station? Oh, there's no such worries. We are simply looking for um, evidence of Zeno's tampering.
0: Are we still using our orc spore story or are we not doing that?
3: I mean, it's kind of already out there. Like, I was thinking um, maybe being a little bit more truthful with her, but I, I don't know if that's necessarily the best idea now.
1: You know that she is mad, but don't know why exactly.
0: Just ask why are you mad, bro? <laughs> well, I could use my, uh, Mind scanny thing, perhaps.
1: You certainly could,
0: if you don't feel like being social, which Tyrus never does.
2: Well, our one social character is AFK.
1: <laughs> one uh, note I'm going to add here is um, that for the purposes of interacting with like tech priests, I'll let you use logic as an interaction skill.
3: Okay.
1: It's kind of like talking to a computer in some cases. <laughs> for like the very advanced tech priests.
3: Yeah, we talk in binary camp.
1: So yeah, Mar- Martin actually is a pretty good person to talk with um, Mechanicus people.
2: Well, get to it, social butterfly. Uh,
3: well, it's like, I don't know, what, do you guys want to try and get any information out of her the good old-fashioned way, or do we want to just go to Bendy Spoon?
2: I, I mean, he just said you could use your Logitech uh, rolls, so why wouldn't you do that? Also, just as an aside,
1: anyone can speak if they want to. No, Zarkov can't speak. He, his his mouth is tight.
3: He's dead. I sewed it <laughs> shut before he <we> got
1: here. <laughs> as a precautionary measure? <laughs>
3: <laughs> okay, so I'd asked more directly, oh, do you ha- do you have doubts about your own performance? Doubts
1: about my own performance? I have none. I have run this station perfectly well for over five years, and not a single speck of recognition from the higher ups and the mechanicus. And you just, the first contact I've had in five years, other than resupply shipments, is you. And she sort of like stomps down the stairs angrily and gesturing at you with one of her arms, like you presuming to tell me how to run my own operation.
3: I'm done it, doing nothing of the sort. I, that sounds like pretty typical mechanicus, uh, you know, the, procedure. I'm I have nothing to to do with like the uh, Adaptus mechanicus inner workings. I'm here on behalf of the emperor and the inquisition. It's nothing to do with you.
2: you. Maybe you should uh say uh we could like say something like um uh maybe we could help her gain recognition if she uh you know is cooperative. Like use uh-huh. our influence, you know what I mean? Like I don't know if that's helpful. If you
3: help us find the orc spores, we shall you shall be greatly rewarded. Okay.
1: You could definitely do that in a uh using logic if you wanted.
3: Okay. I think we could at least broaden like our reasoning a little more like just to, so we have kind of a a cover for also checking like the central data banks just with uh you know, historical any um historical observations we can find there would help as well. Uh, but so just logic zero.
1: Logic plus 10.
3: Are you serious? I'm going gonna... <sighs> to Fate fuck it.
1: Not... Oh, no. Target 81 rolled in 86.
3: <laughs> Not good. All right. Oh, 66
1: is still a pass. Okay. So she seems to calm herself just a little bit at that. She says, so, you're saying that you could maybe help me find a way out of this? this
3: Dead-end job?
1: Yes. This uh, post to the obscure fringes of Imperial space doing useless experiments, and on to some meaningful work.
3: If you prove yourselves in, in the eyes of the Inquisition and the Omnissiah, I shall do what I can. Well, very
1: well. Well, maybe next time start with that. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, she extends a, um, a hand in, uh, in greeting to you.
3: I'm guessing this entire conversation's been in binary cant, and they have no idea what's going on?
1: Uh, yes. So it, it took... This this whole conversation exchange took about like three and a half seconds, and just sounded like horrible like feedback screeches from a speaker system, essentially. <laughs> and handshake, and Martin's like, "Yep, we good."
3: <laughs> the literal handshake. Uh, I love how that's actually um, you know, a software term. Actually, now that I think about it,
1: it is a software term.
3: But yeah, I want to see how trustworthy she is, but she could be really helpful being an agent up here while we're potentially down on the planet. She another thing I probably should have asked the tech adept, although it w- might have been a little more suspicious, is if this station is armed.
1: At this point, you've got uh, Gemina's interest enough that she's willing to cooperate with you and show you all the sort of systems at your disposal. The station's not armed Beyond like a couple like point defense weapons and like very light, it's essentially anti fighter weapons. It's not a battle station.
3: Yeah. No, I figured as much.
2: Nothing to take on a battle cruiser is what you're saying. Yeah, yes.
1: No, the battle cruiser could like accidentally destroy you uh, if it was like just aiming past you.
3: Let's avoid that.
1: Yeah, that's a a fight that you don't want to get embroiled in. The station, however, does have a number of shuttles for transport down to the ground. The those shuttles have that there's like some ground vehicles in here. Essentially, they're uh, they are like these four legged mechs that have like construction arms on them. They're they're mostly used for construction of the research base down on the ground, but they are stored up here. Uh, so if you wanted to requisition those for your use, you could. As well as they have some, like, they're they're like skimmers that you can use to like fly over the canopy to do like reconnaissance flights around the place. Um, all these vehicles are without real weaponry. They also have a very advanced sensor suite that lets you like scan the whole planet and single out various different uh, phenomena, like life scans, scanning for different minerals, um, energy signatures... And anything you'd want in a really nice sensor system, they've got.
2: Nice. So first point of business, scanning.
1: So, um, just for clarity, you did not elect to tell her that you were here for anything other than scanning for orc spores, or do you want to let her in on why you're actually here?
3: That's a toughie.
2: I say we stick with the orc spores. Yeah, but it just if she's matters- surprised that they went I'm saying if she's surprised Inquisition's lying to her, then she's got another thing coming. Yeah, she, she has no idea.
3: She doesn't know enough about the Inquisition. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, so hopefully she you won't ask too many questions and I start looking at things that probably have nothing to do with work spores. You can
1: choose to let her in on it whenever you feel like, but just the sooner you tell her, the more probably the better she will react to it.
0: I was about to say, yeah, uh, if we tell her later, She's probably going to be really angry. So okay, we—I feel like we either need to hide it, hiding it and making it stay hidden. I don't think
2: that's going to happen.
0: Or coming forth with our mission. I mean, we
2: can come forth with with her. That doesn't bother me. I don't know. Yeah. Just just how much you guys want to, um, I guess, keep our subtlety a little bit. But like, yeah, well, she probably would be Tyrus... pissed off if she found out. I mean, she's definitely going to be a record of probably whatever we're looking through.
0: Tyrus would definitely be uncomfortable just saying the mission without knowing this person, because Tyrus has no particular reason to trust her, other than her rank, obviously. But Tyrus will offer his services of a telepathic link that might make him feel a little bit more comfortable. But if you think it's overkill, we can wait.
2: Oh, actually, yeah, maybe we should discern whether or not she's honest, but she might also not like psychic powers probing her mind.
3: We still have faith points. But I think the only information I can think of that would be, like, if you don't use your powers, and I think just trying to find a connection between her and the rogue trader, you know, of uh, any sort would, you know, kind of point towards her being, you know... Um, knowing about their activities and, you know, letting them happen maybe or something. I don't know.
0: Sure, but if we reveal that, she might do everything in her power to hide the, that fact.
3: Yeah, she'll become even more suspicious. All
0: right. I mean, like I said, I'll leave it up to you. I don't know much about no tech priests. <laughs>
3: yeah. How much of her real
2: brain is left? How much of her morality is left? Yeah.
0: Well, there must be something, because a real computer wouldn't be complaining. No, no there is about about such a in fact Tyrus is actually a little bit jealous. He would love to have a position of power being able to experiment on rather unfortunate prisoners on the planet. He of course doesn't say this, but he's thinking it. <laughs> he's like, Oh, you're complaining about this. I would I would love to have free reign to do whatever horrible experiments I'd want.
3: Okay, so I think in this order, I'll first try and look at the central data bank, see if I can find a record of ships coming and goings at the very least and then potentially bendy spoon and then coming queen that, that sound good
0: uh sounds like or, a plan to me yeah it's either that or jump
3: to the chase yeah it's like eric she actually gonna be mad but i mean i've also got a probably just gonna come out after saying uh we had to figure out whether you were trustworthy or not
0: uh, so what kind of a test would that be? Or, 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 or what are you going to do with the computer to
3: to look for that information? Uh, I'm assuming it's going to be a logic test. to for art. All right,
1: so you're, the first thing you wanted is to, like, see manifest of ships coming and going?
3: Mainly just looking for that one, uh, you, you know what, fuck it. Why don't we just, I, the most surefire way is to do a mind scan before coming across. Can't go that badly, right? Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, unless i roll doubles perils of the Warp, demons i do have certain abilities to help um lessen the effects but it is still a risk
2: yeah give it, give it a shot let's find out what's in this girl's head we've been talking about it for a while or this computer's head
0: so one one thing to keep in mind is i can decrease my psi rating which will increase the chance of the power manifesting however with telepathic link the lower the psi rating the less thoughts i'm able to read so range is not a problem because that's up to 20 meters for just one psi rating so if you want i could actually keep my psi rating at five or maybe reduce it a little bit just to be able to get deeper thoughts so if she's hiding anything it won't get past me all right because a telepathic link just by itself already starts at a negative 10 opposed willpower test i mean you know what to do
2: best man i I believe in you i believe in tyrus
0: I'm going to drop my Psi rating from 5 to 3 for this particular power. All right, that's a 43. So what do I pick up with Telepathic Link?
1: Let me roll her willpower test. She did not pass that. Okay. So yeah, for um, Surface Thoughts, she is cautiously optimistic. So your Psi rating uh, was 3 for that?
0: Uh, Yeah, Psi rating 3. Okay.
1: So for starters... Her, her very surface thoughts are cautious optimism. You get that she was kind of put out here. Reasons why are not entirely clear to you, but she was stuck on this research station as almost a punishment. Kind of like how a naval captain might get stuck, like piloting a, a bulk transport or something because they pissed off someone in the hierarchy. She could have ended up on this station because she upset a senior tech priest. And she is, seems to be, like, legitimately interested in helping you as earnestly as possible because she desperately wants to get away from this place.
3: Okay, I think she's probably trustworthy, but, um, I don't know, we gotta figure out why she's out here in the first place at some point. Hopefully she's not a hair attack.
0: Okay, but Tyrus sort of gives the party a collective nod of, yeah, I read her mind, I don't see anything particularly suspicious here.
2: Nothing too alarming. Yes,
0: he he doesn't say anything, but like I said, he kind of nods to you. It's like right. it's it's okay if you wanna if you wanna talk to her. Be careful what you say exactly. And we should also make sure: uh, are we in earshot of anyone else at the moment?
1: There are a number of people, like minor functionaries, around the room, but there's a good deal of ambient chatter from servitors stomping in and out, and all sorts of computer noises. So you definitely you've got some noise cover.
3: At the same time, though, like, uh, I think actually our first stop should be the sensorium. Hopefully that place will be less crowded, maybe. I don't know if that's better or worse, actually. How about we do it on the way to the um, sensorium? Like, if we're moving, there's less chance of someone overhearing. Mm -hmm.
0: So just keep on the move while
1: we're talking? Yes, but you you do want to tell her then.
3: That we're here looking for... Sellers of Xeno's goods. Is that what we want to go with? I think that's about as plain as we can get.
0: Well, we have a name, too. We have a specific target we're after. Tabitha Wright is the name of the target. So as we're walking, I'm going to let the rest of the party speak, and I'm just going to keep an eye out. I want to make sure that uh, no one's trying to overhear this conversation or sneak up on us or anything. Better
3: idea, Matt.
2: Couldn't you just tell her that telepathically?
0: Yeah, (laughs) I could be
2: like do not be alarmed this is tyrus the man in front of i could flay your mind at any moment
1: (laughs) but i am a nice man so i will not do that
2: we must do the will of the emperor this day even though i have a book of (laughs) physique
1: pay no attention to the spooky chaos book (laughs) i'm pretty nice
0: too spooky all right i'm gonna roll uh, at psy rating five another telepathic link roll
1: so you're you're scanning her again?
0: No, I'm gonna try and send some thoughts to her. Oh, okay.
1: Um, yeah. So you uh you can send the thoughts to her.
0: Yep. Okay. So as this conversation is going on, I just say telepathically to her, "It's like greetings. Sorry for the mental intrusion, but I had to make sure that we were, that no one is else is listening." She like starts a at,
1: looks around, and like looks back at you with uh confusion and trepidation
0: a little bit. We have recently traveled from the Hive world of Acheron, where we dismantled a Xeno smuggling operation run by the Faceless Trade, and we are hunting down some of the rats that may have escaped the ship. Specifically, we are going after a Faceless Trader by the name of Tabitha Wright. An Inquisitor we were working with said that she is here. That she is
1: here. So this, you, you asked her telepathically that, just just to recap, um, you are telling her all collectively that you are indeed looking for the um stuff besides orc spores for Zeno's smuggling rings, and you are telling her mentally that it's Tabitha Wright just as a precaution against anyone overhearing you.
0: Yeah, this is just Tyrus being his paranoid self. Okay. Yeah.
1: She says um, that name is unfamiliar to her. She does not seem to personally know anything about faceless trade activities going on.
0: All right, so this is Tyrus just speaking normally again. Mm -hmm. That battle cruiser in orbit, I believe it's called the Argentavis? Yes. It's rather curious, a rogue trader out here.
1: Well, it's a um, popular hunting destination for the nobility, the the particularly uh, bold slash suicidal among them.
0: When did they arrive?
1: Just a
2: day or two ago, actually, quite recently. Zarkov doesn't voice it, but he's very intrigued by the idea of these wild hunting animals. Maybe we'll stop and
3: have a little <laughs> safari while we're down there, if time permits it.
0: I say So it's registered to a man named Argentos. Do you know anything about him?
1: Well, he's the most recent of the um nobles to come to our tropical paradise, but I have... No knowledge of him himself. Didn't talk to him personally, just spoke through an underling.
3: Well, which one? He says through an underling. I wonder if it's the same guy that's, uh, you know, up there now or one of the ones on the planet.
1: I don't know who it was, but some guy who couldn't couldn't stop stuttering and stammering.
3: Okay, yeah, that one.
0: Same guy. Oh, uh, the lieutenant. Or sorry, not lieutenant. The uh, helmsman. Thanisman?
1: Thanison. T-H-A-N-I-S-S-O-N
0: Helmsman Thanison right, One of the particular items that was being sold on Acheron was a fear cat Any idea how someone could have gotten one of those all the way to Acheron?
1: Well, um, by uh, taking it off of here Is that a common practice? It's, it happens We're, um...
0: Is it legal?
1: <laughs> it, it is not it is I figured. absolutely not allowed to be taking really anything off of fear. But people with sufficient standing among the imperial nobility can kind of do it anyway.
0: Do you have any sort of customs or security to uh, prevent things like this from happening?
1: So he just laughs. laughs. Have you seen the size of our operation here? We don't have... I mean, our, our security is like a half dozen old gun servitors don't even warrant a scatarii garrison scatarii is the um essentially the human foot soldiers
3: of the mechanicus
0: tyrus looks around at the servitors and sort of nods his head in recognition of that
2: Mm -hmm. oh
3: we could use some gun servitors actually remember
2: is on our shopping list
0: are you going to use a servitor just as a bipod for your guns
3: (laughs) no it's for the it's for the gun cutter so that um you know, whoever's piloting it doesn't, or whatever, doesn't have to waste actions on firing. Um, if then I want. suppose
0: we could leave them in the ship while we have it parked.
3: Yeah. So what's their status? Are they actually being used for anything?
1: Uh, their protection, in case we do need any kind of military defense.
3: Oh, so they're they're not necessarily, like, gun control servitors. They have the, like, heavy bolters attached to their arms kind of thing?
1: Yeah, they they are ones that actually carry weapons.
3: Oh okay. You can
1: continue into the sensorium. It's um pretty uh near this. It's just like going down the hall. I mean it's it's actually just there's like a a circular like staircase going along like like hugging the wall at the very edge of the chamber. And so you, you just walk down and the room that you enter is the sensorium. You are surrounded by all by like more monitors and actually like a giant the the floor is actually transparent so you get a view of fear down below you stretching out like a um like a purple and green marble surrounded in mists that's cool cool so you are free to use the
3: sensorium now yeah so she knows basically what our goal is and she knows that there's a party down on the planet that we're essentially trying to locate right. Yes. I hey, um not a hundred percent certain what we'd use, but I mean thermal imaging is a pretty, uh, you know, life scans and whatnot is probably the place to start. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, what what I'm probably just gonna have you uh, you um uh, make a tech use test, and yeah. um the uh, I'll assume you go through like all the various things that you know you need to scan in order to make this all work.
3: Yeah. Finding, like, groups of fear cats probably wouldn't hurt either. I don't know what else uh, they're trying to get off the planet, but that sounds like the main thing. But, um, Tech you 0 Yep.
1: Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, while this is happening, what's, um, Zarkov's thoughts on the whole situation? Because you haven't spoken a whole bunch to these tech priests.
2: Um, like, thoughts on what in particular? Like, uh, he finds the, hu- the idea of going on a hunt very intriguing, as obviously a challenging kills, uh... A... Something he enjoys, but um, I guess he's just kind of eager to get down to the planet. You know how he feels about making friends. So, the fact that she was like, Oh, you guys aren't terrible, uh, he definitely uh, g- gave her a plus one in his book. He's like, Yay, friend. Um,
1: <laughs> she counts as a friend.
2: Well, uh, well, you know, at least at least she doesn't hate him, which is better than <laughs> most. So, yes, uh, probably uneasy about trusting people, obviously, having his own uh, trust issues. But uh, you know, he's eager to get going. Probably add another face to his Facebook with his uh, this Tabitha. <laughs> <laughs>
0: another
3: thing we should probably think about is figuring out what she did at some point. It shouldn't be hard to uh, prize that out, considering we promised to
2: help her after the fact. Well, we'll just yeah. get her a promotion. We just gotta, you know, be like, hey, Inquisitor, this chick helped us out a lot. Give her a uh, thumbs up, right? <laughs> I mean, it's yeah.
3: like, in a place where you can get executed for overclocking your CPU, I don't know. <laughs> That's fair. That was actually a plot line in one of the books I've read. Like, they were lucky not to get executed, actually. But yeah, that <laughs> should pass that. So so yeah,
2: what what are
3: you doing, Zarkar? Are you just looking around?
2: Uh, yeah, I'm probably just chilling, looking around, like, being on guard. I don't think he has any in particular task besides protecting the party from... Someone's spying on them. All right, that's 4 degrees of success. So,
1: Ooh. look looking down at the planet, you uh flick through the various settings on the sensorium. Quite an advanced model as she said. And um you note that I mean, as expected, the planet is absolutely teeming with life signals. Just it, it's a essentially a tropical rainforest, so the life is off the charts. Uh there is you, you note Actually, a, the, a pair of energy readings and, like, just general disturbance patterns indicate two separate recent landing sites on the planet. Zooming in, you actually can see there are, are two sites where, like, shuttles from the atmosphere have actually landed recently. And so you, you see, like, some clearings, one of which has, like, a sort of, like, gleaming silver Aquila lander, and the other having a pair of nondescript shuttles. And uh, they're they're both actually clustered... That they're in clearings fairly near to each other, clustered around, like, a particularly dense segment of the
3: jungle. Okay, so in a cool lander, so is either of those from the station, or is those both from other ships?
1: Uh, when, when you indicate it to um, Chief Engineer Gemina, she um, says that the nondescript shuttles are Arvis lighters, which are actually the same kind of lander they use on the station, but they are not painted in Mechanicus red. They're in just gray. And the, the giant silver ostentatious luxury lander is probably from the rogue trader's ship. So um, neither of those are hers. She sort of murmurs to herself, like, I've... we don't typically run scans like this. It takes a good deal of energy and processing power that we just often don't need. But it's very handy that we have this capability when situations like this arise.
3: Indeed, tis a masterwork of the old Okay, so the lander is probably from the battle cruiser. Wasn't there another ship in orbit besides that? There
1: were a pair of other ships, um, just standard bulk transports. One of them, the um, Skintilla's bounty, was like a checking the cargo manifests for these ships because you can pull that up upon request. It's as essentially carrying food from Agar worlds. And so it it stopped briefly in the system to transfer food and, like, perform repairs on their ship. And then the um, Omnisiah's Ward, the other one, is um, a uh, Mechanicus-owned ship that is chartered to um, replenish their, like, research bases. So it came in with, like, a load of new parts and that sort of stuff and is in the system for a little while before exiting.
3: Okay, but... I mean, for all we know, both of those landings came from the cruiser, but I I think we should probably go out to the the shuttles first cuz we have no idea, you know, at least we have an idea of um the party near the quote, lander will who they are and whatnot, but what the heck is uh shuttles from a bulk transport doing down
2: there? Uh doesn't this place um make some sort of drug or something? They have like a main export.
1: Fear is not it's not really Uh, the export of anything, aside from the illegal export of the animals on the place. Its purpose to the Imperium is as a research station doing, essentially underneath you guys, you're in geosynchronous orbit above their, like, little testing facility, which is staffed entirely by prisoners. And so those guys are down there and they're performing experiments, like, at the remote direction of their overseers up above hmm. uh escape of course is highly discouraged because nobody ever like touches down by the base and if they walk outside then they're like uh, immediately assaulted by poisonous uh animals insects and everything of all kinds so it's it's very secure as, a, as so, prisons go so it's kind of like australia in a way yes this we have this is just space australia did anyone else have any uh, questions like
2: that? No, for some reason, I remember we were talking about some planet exporting something for like uh, making stims or spook or something.
0: Oh, but- yeah, that's um, there's some hive world that spook comes from. That's like industrial runoff mixed with fungi. It's nasty.
2: Lovely. Um, but no, no more questions. I think we're good. So we know where uh, the rogue traders are, at least on the surface. Yeah, at least he's in the
3: vicinity, but the um, mm-hmm. I think the only other thing would be... Actually, she's saying they don't really run scans like that, so they probably wouldn't even know when either of those shuttles left their ships, potentially. Because they don't have, like, traffic control or anything around here. It's probably not busy enough. Yeah. You also are not uh,
1: aware of which ship these nondescript shuttles came from.
3: Oh, yeah. No, I I figured. It's... Mm-hmm.
1: And then... Do you have any um anything in particular you want to take care of while you're up on the station? Um, or are you just interested in getting down to the planet?
0: Do they have any kind of uh hazardous suits for us to wear?
1: They do, um, as a matter of fact. They have these uh suits that look um they're they're sort of like bulky bright bright mechanicus red, of course. Looks sort of like um the uh biohazard suits. That we have here on Earth combined with like the control panel on the chest of like a spacesuit. So it, you can fit it on over your armor and it has like some limited self sealing capability and it'll serve to keep out all the toxins in the atmosphere. Additionally, they have, um, uh, G- Gemini can provide you each with, um, like a, a vial of detox per person or it's like an auto injector, like an EpiPen. Detox essentially is an uh emergency drug for counteracting poison that you hit it into your body and it injects you with like the a giant mix of all the like um anti-venoms known to humankind it neutralizes the poison but it causes like serious nausea and like temporary debilitation when you inject it so it'll save your life but it's real unpleasant
0: So I'm adding that to my inventory. Should I just call it Detox, or was it something else?
1: It's called Detox.
0: Okay, also make sure that everyone has a flame grenade from last session in their inventory.
2: Yep, fire. Burn that jungle. But no watches or chronos.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I think Tyrus now is (laughs) on Zarkov Zarkov Life Lessons. Don't go shopping.
1: Yeah, shopping (laughs) is
0: dumb. If Tyrus needs something, he'll take it.
1: All right, anything um, in particular else you are... uh interested in on this station here?
0: Uh, I just clarify with uh agency or Gemina that our lines of communication have been established that if we need to contact the station there won't be any problems with that.
1: Uh yeah, that'll be definitely doable. Okay, good. You guys actually you have a Vox caster from your uh previous adventure. You found one. hmm So um they give you the Vox codes that you'd need to get in contact with them. So you are uh, free to contact Gemini whenever you feel so inclined.
3: Okay. It's like, I've been trying to think about it, and there's not much, like, anything that databases could probably tell us. Besides maybe some history of the planet, but I don't know how useful it is. So do we want to try and get down to the planet, or are we still looking at the battle cruiser?
2: If we went over to the battle cruiser, what would we do though? Just look for signs of heresy on the ship itself, because I feel like it's has uh, a high chance that if, if there is heresy, that they'll try to kill us while we're on the ship.
1: You don't have a lot of concrete information to act on at the moment, so you could go to the ship to like poke around a bit, but you don't have a solid lead to start with.
2: Well, I'm just saying, like, say like you're, we're poking around, and it's like, oh, Tyrus and uh, and I round a corner and. Oh look at that! There's a bunch of heresy right there, and then the guard comes around the corner and sees us seeing the heresy and hits the alarm button. You know, it's like ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh the Muslimia, oh the heresy,
3: heresy,
1: heresy everywhere.
2: But you know what I'm saying? Like I, I do agree, we could poke around. I'm just worried that if we just about getting caught, like because we we'll we're be on their uh, on their home turf, as it were. Yeah, yeah, that is definitely a danger. But uh, what do my fellow acolytes feel?
3: We could always send Zarkov in alone without telling them. That's true, I could be
2: super <laughs> stealthy stealth.
3: <laughs> I was half joking, that sounds crazy, but it it would work. Uh, and I'd be really interested to see what was on their databanks.
2: I do have security, which, wait, no, that doesn't help me with uh, computers like that. It wouldn't help me with going into log bases, would it? No, yeah, you'd probably need tech use. Uh, i need to get at least a little bit of that so I can at least try to hack basic stuff, help with my burglary.
1: Mm-hmm. You can have a uh, call in over your Vox bead to uh, Martin. Oh. Automated uh, remote
2: tech support.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I can give a, a bonus on the check.
2: Have you tried turning the machine spirit off and on it again? <laughs> have you
3: properly blessed it 26 times?
1: Are you sure you did not? mispronounced the litany of activation.
3: Oh, gosh. and Now try and interface it. You do binary with your mouth! <laughs> it
1: sounds sort of like this. Blah, 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 blah.
2: Now repeat after me. All right. But in all seriousness, uh, Tyrus, what are you thinking? Do you want to go over to the battle cruiser, or are we just going to try to go down to the uh, planet?
0: Tyrus is not exactly eager to go down to a horrifically poisonous planet. He'd much rather... Go check out a cool spaceship, even though it's probably very dangerous as well. And he doesn't have any particular reason to suspect this uh rogue trader battle cruiser.
1: This is just Tyrus is more comfortable on a spaceship.
0: Yeah, well he is void born, so yeah. Then I don't really know how much resistance we're gonna meet. I mean, we know their officers are down on the planet, but I mean this ship is what was it, a crew of ten thousand people or something?
1: The um background is like very conflicted on exactly how many people are on 40k ships but it's like at the the barest minimum on a ship this size would be like ten thousand. There there are slightly more people in our hometown than are on this ship
0: it's not big enough
2: i mean this one doesn't have a whole uh you know ig regiment on it as well for boarding you know it's just a rogue trader man
1: rogue traders tend to actually have pretty beefy private armies because part part of their job is invading planets, if they so need to. That is fair. They they are the kind likely to have like a entire boarding party of people in power armor, in case they just need it.
3: Yeah, the always prepared type. Mm-hmm. So, what are we going over the particulars of getting on board that thing? Yeah, Tyrus is
2: for getting on it, because he's a void board.
0: Well, I mean, we can head down to the planet, I just don't really know what we're going to do. I mean, it's not designed for... Well, I guess there's hunting trips, but the only structures down there is the prison.
3: Well, I think the two main objectives are to figure out what, where those other two shuttles came from, and then I'm uh, actually not sure about the main target, how we're going to take her down without...
1: I'm I'm going to step out for a sec. You guys can talk about your course of action for now.
3: I just think it's weird, like, you know, why are they, why are they down there? They shouldn't be if they're from, like, a
0: cargo hauler. Wouldn't they be hauling cargo?
2: Yeah. Well, as as Eric just said earlier, the only uh, cargo is uh, illegal uh, animals.
0: So we've got two merchant ships, I guess one of which is owned by the Mechanicus. The other one is not. It's from a, an agro world. The Skintilla's Bounty, that's the one we're talking about?
2: Uh, yes, I believe so.
0: Okay, so we've got a ship, a cargo ship that is not controlled by the tech priests. That's in orbit yeah. that has a shuttlecraft on the planet.
3: Wow, well, it's either the Mechanicus one or the one. That, but that one's a bulk food transport. So that thing should be filled to the brim with, you know, it's dropping off some food here. It shouldn't be picking anything
0: up. Right. And as was just explained, the, this planet is it's basically illegal to export anything on this planet. Tyrus is definitely in favor of going down to the planet surface and checking those shuttles out.
3: All right, yeah, that sounds good. We got those bio suits
2: and whatnot. There's also multiple transport vehicles we can requisition from them, like she, uh, he was saying. There's like the walkers and the, like, the little flyers for flying around the planet.
3: Yeah, actually, you're right. Yeah, we can stuff those in the gun cutter.
0: I wish I could wear this bio suit inside my armor, not over my armor, because all anyone has to do is just shoot me, and then there's a hole in my bio suit, which is very bad.
3: I have a feeling we can survive on the, the surface. It just wouldn't be pleasant. I think it's mainly the wildlife that's the biggest danger.
0: Pretty sure every blade of grass on this planet will give you some sort of allergic reaction or something.
3: Yeah, I, I, can't, I can't remember. But there was also just the fact I was thinking of um, these bio suits are bright red, not exactly uh, camouflaged. Actually, you've got a cameline cloak, John. Perfect. Mm-hmm. That I do wear it over your bright (laughs) reds. Hey, it's your friendly neighborhood inquisition. We were just trying to sneak up on you. Yeah. Don't worry about me. Yeah. I, I think that's the best because, you know, even if they have absolutely nothing to do with, you know, the rogue trader element, then that means we haven't triggered their interest yet. You know, like, if we actually do, you know, go directly to try and capture the target, then who knows what they might be
2: able to communicate back to orbit. I don't know. Yeah, retaliation from this ship is definitely not something I look forward to. That's why I feel like we should have more
3: information on it and, you know, maybe even a way to, like, blow it up from the inside or something, you know?
0: I imagine blowing up a battle cruiser from the inside is difficult. <laughs> yeah,
3: just breach the plasma reactor, no big deal. It's like, uh, but how do I do that?
0: Easier said than done! You could sneak on as one of their tech priests and override their safety measures.
2: See, I- I feel like what it would end up being is, like, me in the plasma reactor, ring a ding dingy, and then the ship explodes, and you guys are like, well, Zarkov's dead again. Okay.
1: I'm, uh, I'm back. So, um, you guys decide what your current plan of action is? Kinda?
3: Yeah. I mean... Kinda. Figured out where we're gonna go, not necessarily what we're gonna do about it once we get there. <laughs> Alright, where are you going? Down to check out those, the group of shuttles. Actually, we had a few questions, though. First is... I think you said multiple do you mean like two or three shuttles?
1: uh, there are two shuttles there.
3: We wanted to requisition some of the crown vehicles that were up here as well, stuff them in the gun cutter without the bio suit, how long would you last down there?
1: without a sealed suit of some kind, then like like the atmosphere is breathable, just like you'd be very susceptible to like Poisonous insect bites and the like. So you could like survive for like brief periods of time, but like your odds of making it any longer than several hours unexposed are pretty low.
3: Okay, that's that's what I I thought. It's not like instantly fatal or anything. It's just not a good thing. Yeah, we were also just discussing the how well camouflaged the bright red suits are.
2: <laughs> there is the difficulty with that. Yeah. There is no camouflage in the 40K Millennium. You wear your uh, colors proud and die like a man. (laughs) There are enough
1: suits for everyone, so that is not, at present, a major danger for you.
2: No. And and you said there was, like, little walker ground vehicles, right? And then, like, so there was some sort of, like, flyer for the skimming over, like, trees or something?
1: Yeah. In your case, um, it's, like, uh, you have a gun cutter if you want to fly that. But, um these like the skimmer things can go um you you'd put the skimmers like inside a lander and bring them down to the surface with you and then fly the skimmers around Let's see but uh you you're free to take vehicles along with you.
2: would our trike be able to drive on the terrain down there?
1: uh yeah, the trike would it's um designed for it to be off road capable, so you definitely could ride a trike
3: sounds like that four legged thing they have is probably more mobile in really rough terrain, but our trick will be a lot faster, and it's actually armed. Mm -hmm. And it's got a heavy stub, right? It has
1: I believe it's twin-linked auto guns on it. Oh. yeah.
3: We may need to upgrade that in the future. Heavy bolter. But yeah, that skimmer might be good, because you know, I have a feeling like actually being able to land the gun cutter is going to take a little bit of doing to clear a landing zone, so the skimmer would probably there are definitely clearings available. Okay.
0: By the way, has Gemina explicitly said that she will help us? I may have missed that.
1: Um, yeah, she is definitely willing to help because she wants to get off of this research station, which is like her, her worst nightmare post, basically.
0: Okay, got it.
1: So yeah, she is actively helping.
3: It's like, would it even be possible to have her monitoring the sensorium at some point? yeah
1: that, while we're that would it. um you could um yeah she she would be um willing to serve as your eyes up here
3: yeah so is there anything else we really want up here can't really do any more requisition tests or anything no you're all requisitioned out
1: yeah it, it sounds like you guys are pretty much ready to go
3: yeah i'm thinking we can get down to the planet and start there next time with ned here
0: or we can just assume ned's with us when we make planet fall. <laughs>
3: Oh yeah, I I mean just in person. Yeah.
1: He's going to be there. All right. I mean with that, I guess the main decision remaining is are you going to check out the Rogue Trader's ship or the
3: um the shuttles? We're going to go for the shuttles. Yeah. Um not sure if we re- we want to tip the, our hand to the trader quite yet.
0: Maybe we'll encounter them on the planet when they don't have a massive ship surrounding them.
3: Yeah, we can just coincidentally happen upon them. It's like Hey buddy.
0: Yeah, I I'd, t- I'd rather engage them on the planet when they're isolated. Well, they
2: they could still call down like freaking bombardments on the planet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but at least they'll kill themselves in the process.
3: Oh uh, yeah, more than likely, but
2: yeah, that's part of the
3: reason I was also asking about the station is just yeah, I was worried about orbital bombardments.
1: I mean, it depends how enthusiastic the rogue trader in command is in directing said bombardments.
2: I'm not really feeling the exterminatus today,
3: boys.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Man, it wouldn't be such a huge deal if we glassed this planet. It doesn't
2: sound that useful. Yeah, mostly just bad animals and poison. <laughs> and some heretics. Just your friendly neighborhood heretics here.
0: How pissed would the Mechanicus be with us if we just blew up this planet? It
1: would sort of nullify the purpose of their research station here, which is not... A huge place, but still a significant investment. So they would be less than super thrilled with you. Yeah.
3: Yeah, it's like, what? Now we have to move this whole damn space station shit?
1: They would not be happy. But at least, like, there's no Mechanicus personnel that are on the planet.
3: Just some prisoners. Mm-hmm. Now we gather all the guns.
1: In that case, you guys will get ready to head down to the planet. And um, uh, I think this is a good point to call it for the night because the next time we join you'll be touching down in the jungle thank you for listening to it's probably heresy you can support the show on the patreon page for it's probably heresy and our work is also available on a number of other sites and podcast services if you see anything heretical you can contact the acolytes through patreon or by emailing it's probably heresy at gmail.com with no apostrophe. Though few may know of your service, the Emperor thanks you
2: for your sacrifice.